Hi, I'm Anastasia Busas. I am a two-time Olympic speed skater. My whole life I have been surrounded by athletes, and every one of them has a story that a scoreboard will never capture. It's not an easy thing to be with an athlete. They don't understand why they're making fun of me because I like to figure skate. Player's own voice is all about the person inside the performance. When you're so in it, I think perhaps we're the people that understand it the least. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. What happened to you? No, no, no. Where are you really from? Who's your real parent? Why are you single? What's the worst thing that's ever happened to you here? Do you need help? Where are they now? How can I do better? We made it to the end of our third season. We unpacked 15 whole questions. Yes, indeed. How are you feeling? Uh, Mixed, mixed in the sense that uh, very happy. I think it was a very successful season. Mm -hmm. Uh, A little sad that the world will be deprived of my jokes once (laughs) we are done with the season. Yeah, no, I think that's the big loss here. (laughs) Exactly. Today we're doing a bonus wrap-up episode to look back on all the questions we just unpacked and the season we just had. Harv, this was your idea, and I'd love to hear a bit more about why this was important to you to look back. Yes, uh, I wanted to wrap things and uh, put a bow tie on it Mm -hmm. to basically try to find what are we trying to do? What did we achieve? So they said this is more emotional, I guess, than perhaps rational. I don't know. But uh, yes, I wanted to talk about it and also get a feel of uh, what our listeners thought about uh, our episodes. Yeah. And to kind of achieve what you were saying there, I think we're also going to get into some listener questions, uh, some of your questions about the season. And I'm excited to hear directly from people who've been on this journey with us what they want to know as we reflect on what we've just been through and all we've just learned. Wonderful. All right. Ready for the first question, Harv? Absolutely. This is one from Emily. And Emily wrote... Which interview from this season blew your mind the most? So it's it's very hard to pick one, but I would pick a combination of two, which was Jam and Sara for the autism episode, uh, Are You Sure? Mm. Uh, because between the two of them, I got a huge perspective on autism. I did not know anything about it. And maybe I'm ignorant compared to most other people. But uh, the amount of learning I got from that episode, it covered so much ground for me. That's awesome. I'm so glad. What about you? I think the first interview that stands out to me when I think about that is way back when we did Where Are You From? I really loved all the perspectives in that episode. But when we talked to Eva Jewell, uh, the Anishinaabe scholar, Mm -hmm. about... Uh, her perspective on where are you from and how when Indigenous folks ask each other, that can be a really positive question. And that was really cool hearing her story about how she actually met a relative through that question when she was halfway across the continent. Mm -hmm. I really just expected we would get that same perspective of this question is bad. It's othering. Don't use it. The end. And we got a lot of perspectives that were in line with that. But this one, I think, really broadened my mind. Mm -hmm. Next. 
we have Carson with his question. Hey, Elena and Harv. What is the most challenging part of hosting and interviewing? So, Elena, let me take that first. Okay, go for it. <laughs> My constant fear was that inadvertently I may offend a guest. Mm -hmm. Of course, that was never the intention. But then, again, when you are not as versed with the issue as the guest is, there is always a chance of asking a stupid question. <laughs> I totally feel that, too. I actually have a lot of anxiety sometimes before our interviews. And I think most often I come away from our interviews being like, oh, no, that was so fun. You know, it was a lot better than I was thinking it was going to be. My anxiety was kind of for no reason. But I feel you. I still have that. Now, fully aware that these guests are aware that they are being interviewed for that very reason, that people don't understand these topics. Mm -hmm. And the guests have been 100% uh, been very kind, but that was still at the back of my mind, and that did end up me self-censoring a lot of stuff. So maybe uh, in hindsight, I should have not, but that's the way it is. I think I would add to that that sometimes it is hard to listen to someone's story that is particularly tough or traumatic and know how to react in a compassionate way, but also ask follow-up questions. You yes. know, that's a hard thing to do because that person's reliving a difficult moment that, you know, Harv and I, I'm thinking of in our episode about formerly incarcerated folks, you know, Kadeem Reed told us how many times he'd been shot mm -hmm. and was like, hey, have you guys been shot that many times? And we were all kind of like... No, mm -hmm. it can be hard to know how to respond in a way that's like compassionate and interesting and suits the moment. Mm -hmm. Am I showing that I'm listening enough? Am I saying too much? Yeah, laughing at the right time or you should, should you be laughing at that moment or not? So. Yeah, 100%. One thing is I think our questions were just the starting point of exploring a whole bunch of things. Yeah. With the episode regarding incarceration, I am quite confident majority of the people don't understand our legal system. Majority of the people don't understand how things work behind the scenes. Yeah, That was something I really, really, really wanted to explore a lot more. But in 40 minutes, you can yeah. do only so much. And this is one of the one of the most sensitive topics. So not only does it have to be handled very sensitively, but also it goes into great deed of depth. I mean, yeah. uh, I come from India where human rights violation is daily occurrence. So to me, this, this had a little bit of more emotional feelings. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a question from Aaron. Hi, Elena and Harv. I have a question. Is there any subject that you really want to tackle, but you can't figure out the right question for it? Uh, speaking from having, you know, meetings with our producers and stuff, Harv, we struggle with this all the time. Mm -hmm. There was definitely a couple ideas for topics that we've had. So we considered uh, having an episode about non-binary people and different pronouns and stuff like that. But we really, we asked around, we talked to different folks, couldn't really find the right question. 
I think a problem within this is a lot of times we don't want to just force a statement to be a question. <laughs> so I'm thinking of, for example, bisexual people being told, isn't this just a phase? Like that kind of question. And that doesn't really work for our show because people don't tend to ask them as questions. Yes. They're not curious. They're just trying to kind of poke and attack people. Right. I have two which were very, very close to me emotionally. And one was about refugees. Mm -hmm. uh, and again, I'll have to give a bit of context because my parents became refugees in 1947 when they had to move from Pakistan to India. Oh, damn. The way people perceive refugees and what the reality is, is two different things. So I wanted to make an episode on that. And the second one is the homelessness. Mm -hmm. It bothers my conscience that we are one of the richest countries on earth and people don't have a place to live. So yeah. uh, so these two, I really, really wanted to explore more, but unfortunately we couldn't find, uh, and you guys did uh, a lot of hard work to see if, the, if uh, we could find the right question. But again, uh, we didn't end up uh, doing either of these two episodes. Yeah. Maybe in future we will find the right question for some of these burning topics of ours. Absolutely. So this question was submitted by Maggie. I'm impressed with the people you have on the podcasts. They are so knowledgeable and so eloquent. How do you find them? That's a good question. Uh, the answer is all over the place. There's definitely some people who, when we're brainstorming a topic, I go, wow, okay, one of my favorite podcasters would be great for this, or someone from a movie I like would be great for this, and other folks definitely. I really love talking to Kristen Meinzer for the Do You Know Your Real Parents adoption episode. She's one of my favorite podcast hosts ever, and that was amazing. I think Sabrina was a big fan. Our producer Sabrina was a big fan of Christine Ha before we had her on the show <laughs> on the Do You Need Help episode. Uh, also... We often find people who have written about these topics and these questions. We scour Twitter. Sometimes they've made a popular tweet thread about it or something like that. And we also brought on this year our Chase producer, Sarah Melton. Shout out, Sarah, who is really crafty at finding people and would look places like Facebook groups for voice notes. So so if I'm hearing it correctly, watching TV and uh, spending a lot of time on social media is not always a complete waste of time. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Okay. All Definitely. Right. Everyone watch all the TV and always be on social media. That's how you make a podcast. <laughs> Sometimes when the moment is right and the sparks fly, dating can be magic. But even the most romantic connection can get a little awkward. And the dog's kind of watching us at this point, and so it started to lick my ear. True Dating Stories is the new CBC podcast that explores the messy corners of romance. Real-life tales told by the people who live them. I'm tied up on this dude's bed, and there's nobody around to help. True Dating Stories is available from CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking back on this season, Harv, what were your proudest moments of, of making it? Ah, uh, I think uh, we being picked up by Apple as our spotlight, mm. that we were the first 
non-US, so I'll use the word international podcast to be featured by Apple USA. So I think we made history. <laughs> that was pretty cool. I just got a poster of the artwork they did yes. for when they featured us as Apple's uh, spotlight pick of the month uh, for August. I just got that art. So there's a picture, a big poster of the two of us sitting in my room right now. And it's kind of awkward because it's I haven't hung it up yet. It's at the foot of my bed. So whenever I go to sleep, we're staring at me and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> but that was wild. Mm -hmm. And even just, you know, the little messages we've gotten from people on socials or hearing that uh, your daughter, our body's teacher, had featured an episode of the show in the class, you know? Uh, she did not know that uh, her bunny was related to me or... <laughs> So she just picked up a good podcast. So Yeah. Wow. You're like, wow. oh, oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> I've also been really loving getting listener feedback. And we've gotten more and more of it this season, I think, because our show has just grown. And there's some things that just stick with us. Uh, for instance, we got this lovely email from Pam from Winnipeg, who was talking about how the show resonates with her, uh, given that she lives with chronic illness. And she had this line she gave us permission to share. So I'm going to read it now. I want you to know that I also live in a world of daily inappropriate questions and conversations that start in rude ways where I need to decide how to respond with openness, with frustration, with anger, with kindness. Mm -hmm. So it's really lovely when our show resonates with people in, in different ways. Mm -hmm. So now that we have responded to questions from our listeners... Elena, I have a question for you. Yeah. And the reason I am asking you is because I couldn't find a clear answer. So I'm hoping that uh, you can enlighten us a little bit more. Uh, I, and I was trying to assess out what was the theme of uh, our uh, season three. Mm. And there was no theme. So uh, <laughs> it was so diverse Yeah. for you. What was the big takeaways for this season? Ooh. Mm -hmm. Tough one, huh? Very tough. <laughs> I think, as usual, I, I hate that we say this all the time, but context is so, so important. We delved into a lot of different questions this season that aren't so much clearly inappropriate or not inappropriate. Mm -hmm. I think of the question, do you need help? Uh, the blindness episode we did, where one of the main takeaways was, it's not really that this question is inappropriate. It's that if our world was more accessible, we would ask different questions or we wouldn't use it as much. Mm -hmm. uh, lots of different questions were way more like, hmm, is this inappropriate? Is this maybe helpful sometimes? And even the classic inappropriate questions like, where are you from? We got some angles on it that in certain contexts made the question more positive. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I was always really surprised by the gray area that came out in some of these episodes. So with that in mind, I really think that the message of the show is still, you know, be curious, be open, but try to be mindful of this context. Care about the human beings you're engaging with. Fair, fair. I have a few things to add to that. Mm -hmm. uh, one is that I never thought I would be able to change anybody's mind because I don't think so that's even possible. Right. I am not even able to convince my friends to listen to my show. So, so, <laughs> oh, no. So, so there we go. Uh, but having said that, the aim of the show was 
to make a little bit of space in people's mind to be curious, to look at the other side as well. And what I would also say is that don't be afraid of asking questions. Mm. This is not about stifling conversation. It is actually about encouraging conversation. But because you know that certain things can can be insensitive, so be mindful of that. And you can ask the same thing in a better way. Yeah. I think the goal of trying to plant some different seeds in people's minds to give them something else to think about, I think that's a good goal. I think that's a good, hopefully attainable goal for us and what we do here. Mm-hmm. So, Elena... I want to take this opportunity one more time from the bottom of my heart to thank everybody. And that starts with our team, you, Cindy, Sabrina, and of course, uh, our extended CBC team, whose support was tremendous. On top of that, I would also like to thank our listeners. And I sincerely hope that people enjoyed our show, they learned something at the same time, they had fun. And that's what I had. A lot of fun doing this podcast. I'm so glad. And thank you, Harv. Thank you for being along uh, with this journey uh, in these dark recording tents a couple times a week (laughs) for almost a year now. (laughs) If you have any further thoughts or questions that you didn't get in before today, we'd still love to hear from you. Check us out on social media. That's IQ underscore podcast. Or you can email us, contact at IQpodcast.com. And stay tuned to our socials and our website because we will be posting more there as we wrap up the season. All right, Elena. So this is our final sign-off for the season. Bye, Harv. (laughs) Bye. Bye, everybody. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Okay, should we cut? Woohoo! Alrighty. For more CBC podcasts, go to cbc.ca/podcasts.